0: Hi everyone! Welcome to Go With The Flow, Yoga Conversations with Ben and Rihanna. I'm Rihanna.
1: And I'm Ben. Welcome to Episode 1 Lockdown Edition.
0: <laughs> we are on Season 3 of our um, podcast and it's a very timely Timely time to be a yoga teacher and um, what better way to spend our time than to rehash our podcast. I think it's been a while since we've had an episode, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just struggling with technology right now because I need to <laughs> charge this phone while I am recording a podcast at the same time. So, let me just get my extension cord. Yeah. So, in today's episode, we're going to talk about the yoga in the time of lockdown. So, that's the title of the episode, Yoga in the Time of Lo- of uh, Corona. rather. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so if it's the third week of the lockdown and... Uh, We've been told up at home ever since, trying to find ways to deal with being at home 24-7. And some people are working from home. Some people have no work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yoga teachers might not be working. Some of them might be teaching like us. So, uh, We needed some time to adjust to the new normal, so
0: a lot took us a
1: bit, a few days.
0: It took us faster than yeah,
1: it's faster than most people, yeah. And uh, now we're in a routine, and I think having a routine helps, uh, especially if it's something that's productive work or it's something that makes you feel creative and something that makes you feel that you're doing something. Um, I think. Having a routine works.
0: So yeah. we're
1: gonna talk about, you know, how does yoga come into play in this time of the coronavirus, um, and uh, what you can do as a yogi and as a yoga teacher to help, and yeah. how do you look into this epidemic with a with a yogic perspective?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think especially during times like this, it's really. So- um I think it's when what you learn um what you've learned about yoga comes, especially in a time like this that is quite challenging and very tempting, especially on your mental health, your patience your how much how stable it is you can possibly feel um what's a day in your life? how have you been dealing with
1: it um Actually, even before this lockdown, I've been trying to uh, use the yoga philosophy to put it into some perspective. Um, you know, in yoga philosophy, we have the yamas and niyamas, and ahimsa or non-harm or non—you know—non-violence to other people asks us to, you know, do our part in terms of making sure that we are healthy and we don't infect others. So. All of these, all of these measures that are put into place have been easy for me to accept uh, yeah. because I know that they come from a perspective of non-harm and non-violence. Yeah. Satya also requires us to be honest, tell the truth, and we've seen the consequences of that. With um, you know, healthcare yeah. workers dying because people are lying about their childhood study. And yeah. you know people dying about people dying because you know someone said that they didn't do they didn't do this, but they did that some people denying that they have symptoms so it's um it's very it's very basic for yogis to you know honor that you have to be truthful and this yeah. is one of the most important times to be truthful
0: yeah I think also I never. I don't know. I don't know if my brain shifted into thinking um, with my yoga brain. Like you know how you know all this information. I don't know. How, I don't know for other teachers out there, but for me, parang, it took some time to shift my perspective because I'm a very, I am a very, I'm a very pointed person, especially when it comes to. Uh, discussing my opinions and how I deal with other people. So parang I think it took me some time before I shifted into the perspective of taking what I've learned in yoga into this space. Because I guess this is where it matters the most when it's really hard, right? Like what, how how has yoga actually helped you when the going gets right i think that was what was super hard for me
1: yeah and yeah this is where this is where your act your asana practice comes into play like if you're being challenged by a situation how do you deal with it how do you use your practice to help you get through this and um i am really amazed at how how well i'm doing in this quarantine period and i've never I never felt bored or I never felt like I don't have time or I never felt that I have to each time it feels like um I think it's also um you know it's a confluence of a lot of things at the same time like right now I am in our family home so it feels very stable and grounded to be at home and with family so I think it's important to uh, acknowledge that privilege you know that some of us are able to be at home with family while a, a lot of others are not and being at home with family plays an important part in your foundation for this practice um and the practice kind of supplements that in a way so if if you don't have family with you maybe uh, taking a yoga class can help put things into perspective ground you down a bit you know root you down a Um, and yeah, also in our home, we have unlimited amount of coffee, so (laughs) um, it's very important. So the the coffee maker is just full all the time. So I guess that's also part of the reasons why I feel very productive, um, very alert and up all the time. But I do know that uh, a lot of people don't experience the same thing
0: yeah I think also it's quite um surprising to i'm I'm used to being out all the time right and parang i think yoga has helped me in some way even if i don't realize it na parang I'm a much more yeah. patient grounded person like i i would be bricks yeah. if i didn't have to you know if i didn't have my practice yeah. I, right and i'm used to yeah. being. Day and um, when we shifted, the, we're going on the third week. Parang it wasn't nothing. I don't feel, I don't feel deprived of anything. I don't feel, um, I don't know. Parang I, I shifted into the mindset of being okay with less um, now. Like yeah. the privilege of being able to eat yeah. out, of lunch, which is a bigger. Yeah. Pr- realized yes. but it shifted us into a
1: really normal state
0: now nah, i'm okay
1: yeah it really um it really helps uh, the lessons of yoga in a way like for example brahmacharya we understand as abstinence but it's really about energy preservation and we have we're now in an exercise of you know extreme energy preservation which mm-hmm. is probably what we need um, i think we've been we've been trying to live our lives maxima- maximizing the our limited bodies to the point of exhaustion and now we're being forced to rest yeah and we need that because if we are not rested we're stressed if we don't have uh, enough sleep you know, we're more prone to this. are a lot of privileged privileged posts out there saying, you know, that this virus is a blessing. It is not. It's like a danger out there. But yeah. a danger can also teach a lot. I mean, we don't look at things as good or bad, but we see things as they are. And I yeah. really don't like, you know, I don't like it when people say that, you know, this, is, this corona is a blessing. It is not. It's a it It makes people sick in a really bad way, and it it makes people die a violent death and I yeah. wouldn't wish it upon anyone, even my worst niece. I might have to think about certain people, but I'm sure I won't let <laughs> upon you know the upon ninety nine percent of the people unless you've done something really bad,
0: but yeah. that's just
1: me being human so Uh, we need to check our privilege but at the same time we have to put things into perspective that you know some people are actually dying in a hospital bed in pain out there
0: yeah where does it come from though like I mean people are privileged enough to say that but I guess I guess one thing that has benefited me being being a practitioner you realize that there's um less dualism, right? Parang, you see things in a less dualistic perspective. And parang, I think your empathy starts to rise when you see things that way. And like you when you realize we're all connected, it's stuff like this. Like this this virus doesn't choose anyone. This virus doesn't um whether you're poor or whatever parang everyone is fair game, quote unquote, for this um epidemic. Yeah. You realize that you need so much less, and it doesn't make you better yeah. than what your position is in life because you get it.
1: Right? Yeah. So it's also a good lesson for, you know, a parigraha, um, hoarding, or ashteya stealing.
0: Did you there hoard? is
1: no. I hoarded chips. I hoarded chips, popcorn, um, non-essentials to others so, but essential <laughs> for me but um, I also found my privilege being able to hoard chips um, yeah. but you know hoarding of alcohol, hoarding of um, soap or toilet paper. I don't know why people are hoarding toilet paper but you know these are, these are these are not going to protect you from the infection, and actually, we've seen that people, you know, most people who think that they are immune to the to them because who think they are immune because of their privilege are are ending up to be the ones infected because of the privilege of the yeah. exercise, you know, the being able to travel, the That's true. And and then it goes around that circle, uh. No money in the world can protect you from this infection.
0: I agree. It's really well, is that true though? Like no money in the world can protect you from this. I guess so, no?
1: It is true. I mean what, I mean if you look at the people who are getting sick, they are many of them are people in power or people of privilege. Yeah. They it did not stop them from getting the infection. And Even if you can get the best hospital care in the world, it's really up to your body if you can survive. I mean, there's no treatment for it. There's no vaccine. Everything depends on your immune system. So, I mean, you have to count yourself lucky if you are healthy. But, you know, fortunately, it doesn't take a fortune to stay healthy. I mean, for example, yoga is now free because you are teaching live online every day there's no excuse not to practice you don't need a gym you don't need a, a heavy equipment you just need a mat you don't even need a mat so you can exactly so and then there are a lot of options to eat healthy although of course that's restricted by availability but i think the fact that we are eating home-cooked meals more Adds a bit of value to what we eat because we're not in a hurry, we're not in, we're not being rushed. Um, yeah. Of course, that's not true for all households, but you know, uh, at the very least, a big group of people who used to eat on their own, who used to eat food or fast food a lot, are now at home and you know, starting to cook.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting to see how how parang the stuff you realize about the way your life used to be. parang And, and you know, parang we always say there are certain things that we need. In, like, you know, parang I need niyan, I need niyan. and then you realize that you need so much less and there's so much value in living a more simple, quiet life, right?
1: Yeah. But yeah
0: I think especially... The yoga practice being available. Like, at Beyond, we're privileged enough to be able to share the people who, with people who have internet at all. And, parang, I really wish that we could live stream it to the people in power, if that makes sense. Oh my gosh. Kung pwede lang.
1: Yeah, I think they need to. Um, well, there are many things that I want to live stream to the people in power. Um, especially about you know maybe having a plan, but but um, I guess we just have to do what we can <laughs> right now. And I think holding space for others is one thing that we can do that can contribute contribute a lot yeah. to you know gen-, gen the general welfare of everyone. I mean, of mm-hmm. course, you can't save everyone, but I mean saving a good number of people I think helps and that's enough and we should be okay with that um, with that achievement uh, we should be proud of that achievement one that's one that's one less person to think about or worry about in in um, in this time and yeah. um, I am very proud of how our yoga teachers have stepped up to the plate in terms of being able to being able to adjust make space and teach and hold space for others because it's something that is challenging to do especially if your own circumstances are challenging on their own so a big a big props to our teachers at beyond who are able to you know deliver something be okay with all the you know technical challenges that they face and still deliver whatever they can deliver and and continue to do it you know uh, starting so starting something is starting something is um, challenging but continuing continuing it and making it you know regular is another challenge and and I'm happy that they you know they stepped out of it.
0: one thing I really appreciate about this time is that um, there's a lot of people helping other people and really making it. And, and parang, I wish it was something that we could see on a more regular basis. Like, kung The yoga community, like for movements like Beyond the Math, PH, which was which happened over the weekend. Diba? parang, it's doable naman pala na more than, in more than one year, Now we can come together and do it for a good cause. So, parang, if we can do it in this time, why can't we do it on a regular basis, right? It really makes you think about yeah. how much you're doing your part on a regular basis. And like yeah. um, beyond it being a difficult time and there are lots of people in need, you have to step up. Pero you can do that every day also. And I think it made me realize, yeah. I there is so much value that I can contribute um or to you know helping other people out through the practice. Right? Yeah. I think one thing that's yeah. super inspiring to see is parang there are lots of people who have found this nice sense of peace and solace in the in the practice, especially for those ba, daming bago who have never tried yoga ever. Yeah their lives I think that's that's something to be said do you think it's cause it's virtual
1: yeah
0: right like is there like a less layer which
1: one?
0: sorry right? like for the people who are brand new to yoga parang is it are they coming in it because it's a stressful time or because it's they're less shy cause it's not in a studio do you know what I mean I wonder sometimes
1: I think it's because they have time, they have time, everyone's at home, Um, they have an opportunity, there are no economic costs, so there are no barriers, so basically there are less, you have less excuses not to do it, and um, you have less barriers from doing it, so uh, it's actually, uh, I think, uh, a mixture of so many factors coming into play that let people you know, join for the first time. And that's a good thing in a way that can come out from this experience.
0: Mm-hmm. And I really think that if you take the time to take care of yourself, like, if you practice a lot and find a lot of in your life, I think that's something you can apply into your everyday life. So, I mean, beyond yeah. like, beyond philanthropic efforts that you may be doing, the Because I think a lot of us are participating in like raising funds for a certain cause, and I think it also um, especially in a sensitive time like this I think also the the vibe that you bring out matters a lot because it's diba? It, it's a scary time but out a lot of fear and anxiety yeah. for a lot of people, no? So, I think the yoga will definitely yeah. ripple effect.
1: But yeah, it's also important that it comes from a place that is authentic, a place that is also uh, safe and secure. So, I like, I, I wonder how teachers feel at this time. I'm, I'm sure not everyone is okay. Uh, So it's important to also check in on teachers. Teachers are not, you know, superheroes. They're also human beings. Um, I like referring to teachers as like your peers with the guidebook or the peers with your map. So they're not someone better. They're just a bit more equipped than others because they made an effort to study it. But they also should be allowed space not to be okay. And uh, for example, in terms of our teaching, in beyond, it was purely voluntary basis because we know that you know not everyone's going to be okay with that setup, mm-hmm. and not everyone has that you know has the the time to adjust to that uh, to that setup very quickly. So uh, it's important to know where people are coming from, you know, whenever they hold space for others, uh, so that. The energy that flows out is authentic and not forced and not, you know, not something that they, yeah, they, they were forced to do out I think people would benefit to learn how does your, you know, how does your day go about, for example, because I think people need, people will find some validation knowing that we share. In the same experiences at home, similar experiences at home. Like when yeah. we started doing teaching these classes, for example, we did not want a perfect setup in the home because we know that you know, people are people might be practicing beside the appliances and furniture. And that should be a validation that you know, you know, that you are in the space you're in and that's okay. And we don't have to be aesthetic about it. We just need to talk. Yeah. So for example in your case how does your how does your day look
0: like? I wake up I surprisingly now have much more time to you know, I read and meditate as opposed to sitting in traffic so parang I I've I've had the time to do the things that I genuinely enjoy doing and bring me a lot of calmness so like I wake up I read a little and then Miko and I meditate and then I cook, which I don't always have the time to do. I cook, I um, take class, and I work out and I practice. And then um, once, well, right now, once a week, I teach, although I am considering teaching more. Um, and then there, parang my day has become very simple. Um, although I'm not the super, 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 I'm not really the type of person who packs my day. Also, naman whether there is COVID, pero parang there's been more room for filling my cup a lot, right? But I would love to teach more because I feel, parang I feel teaching is also part of my self care. Do you know what I mean? Parang I like, I like able to teach yoga and share it with others. So parang I think that's what's missing a little bit. So I I think I just need to get that going and do it na. I think that's what I miss teaching talaga on a regular basis is something I feel like I, I really need for me how about you
1: um, I, when I wake up I, I wake up late now because uh, Will is working uh, on a night shift so he's worked from home and I can't usually sleep when does So uh, I usually sleep late. So I wake up late as well. So uh, I wake up, well, it's not super late, but I wake up around 8. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, so I think it's also because um, I do, I, I, I try to check on the Beyond Life classes as well, make sure that things are okay. Although that's, you know, that's taken care of itself already. And then have the coffee, and then lunch. So my mornings are super slow, uh,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then I pick up my activity after lunch. So for example, today we had a meeting, and then we have this podcast. Uh, I also am working on on a project for our uh, people living with HIV for their medication. So. Um, So my yoga right now, I think my yoga right now is uh, holding the place for others. Um, No, right now we're just trying to take, we're trying to make sure that they have their medication. um, And and, uh, that it's, uh, they receive it regularly. And then, um, so I think from afternoon to, to evening, I talk to a lot of people uh whether it's beyond or it's um uh, the red whistle so it's about it's really about holding space for people right now in different capacities um, yeah. a lot of people don't have the luxury of a head space and i kind of facilitate that for them um there are many things that can actually be resolved quickly but you know it's being compounded by so many uh, so much anxiety and so many uh, concerns and you just try to hold space for others as much as you can uh, so that they can do the, what they have to do so
0: i think that's something that we all do have i think we i think we also really need to acknowledge yeah. your yoga needs to be more than or it is more than that time right so um yeah right? i think we tend to forget yeah our the fact that your practice has to go beyond yeah. the physicality of it all because there, yeah. in, you don't always have capacity to roll your mat out and move because in all honesty, yeah.
1: there are more yeah. important things,
0: right? So I think part of yeah. our yoga during this time, like imagine me my my high school batches, making a lot of effort in raising funds for underserved communities yeah. some family members of mine are parang they're distributing meals to um, medical frontliners just to help them out and everything. So parang I think in that capacity, your yoga can be holding yeah. space beyond classes. Yeah. Which I think yeah parang yeah, um, you know how how can we relate this to yoga philosophy? Na I think it's important that yeah. you you it's your duty and obligation to take care of the community around you. I think that's important. And yeah. going with yeah. the idea of finding oneness in seeing other people, parang obligation mo no yon to help other people out. I think right. That's how yeah. I.
1: Think. Your duty. It's also important to be. It's also important to be self-aware to know your limitations. Yeah. So I really listen to my body and and my mind and with all the you know with all the responsibilities. Usually, I feel migraine or I feel a lot of shoulder and um, neck. Uh, tightness all the time so my practice which has been reflective on my classes has become very grounding and releasing it's very slow uh, because I think that's what my body and my mind needs you know I'm right mind is on hyperdrive so I don't think I would benefit from anything faster than you know spending a few a few extra seconds in some process, so um, what I try to teach is reflective of you know my own my own physical and mental state, and I also take some time to um, put away the phone from time to time and really be okay with you know not being not being online for even a few minutes yeah. just trying to get away from all of that
0: you notice that
1: I- also contributes to all that Shoulder tightness and neck tightness because we're always, you know, bowing down. So I try to reduce that. You know, phone screen time. Take a break from time to time as well. Be okay with my phone dying out and not charging for fifteen minutes, and then just that's you without COVID. You're okay with yes, that's also me. But now, but now it's now that I have a lot of time. I think that. The temptation to be online all the time is always there, uh, and be updated. I have kind of succeeded in not being too obsessed with my Telegram. For some time, I I would check like all the time. Like you know, this is this is important. This is something that I need to share to everyone. But eventually, everyone started sharing everything, so I just stopped and disconnected and focus on, you know, what I can do for myself and my community. Uh, so it's... So it's, overwhelming.
0: it's so overwhelming to get your news also from it is
1: okay. yeah.
0: I find that it messes yeah. my, my how stable I feel within myself, especially like yeah. this time. There's a lot of reason for panic through this pandemic, and I think. Pa, I, I always see. I always every yeah. time I see an article, I click it and I open it. It makes me mad, and I take it on the rest of my day. Like so, parang yeah. I think the screen time definitely has to go down. Definitely, although there is a lot of news yeah. and make yeah. like you also so you don't share fake news. isa a pa payon. Diba? Or like how family family.
1: I've, I've shifted more to like self mode. Yeah, I think
0: it's I think it's necessary these days. Cause you wala ding to if if there's nothing left, right? So responsibility mode. Yeah, to that's true. Put yourself first because you're in no you have no right or capacity to help other people if you are falling apart then, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we always say that you know you cannot pour from an empty cup, and uh, and if your cup is also broken, it will always be empty. So you have to take care of your cup as well. And if it means like self preservation mode for a few days or a few weeks, then go ahead and take that necessary break and you know take care of of your mind, take care of your body. Even if you're a teacher, so don't feel that don't feel that you're the only one who can save your students. It's not true. Um, there are a lot of other teachers out there. Also, their your students have agency. So, uh, so let them you know let them discover themselves as well. Yeah. You don't have to. Don't have to hard sell being a yogi. You don't have to preach about it. Um, even in this time of crisis, we offer what we can.
0: I think sometimes then, cause it becomes a parang it becomes a stressful aspect to think about, parang how much am I actually helping? You know what I mean? Na parang it it makes other people competitive about it or showboating. Yeah the amount that they're doing to help. Na, tapos yan, you combine yeah. it with media na if yeah. they're not posting about it and they're not helping, but if they post about it, they're nagmamayagong. So parang, I think it just takes a lot of um, turning inwards and yun nga, self-preservation. But at least, when you yeah. move day and age in this particular time, parang it's something that mindful and aware right
1: yeah yeah i mean do what you can to help but not to the point of you know uh being another person that you have to worry about because i think taking care of yourself and being one less person to worry about is a big contribution Mm -hmm. so that we can focus on those who need the help the most um and if you are if you have a lot, if you have the privilege of giving, then just give and give. Um, but you know, don't don't pressure yourself with the questions of whether you've helped everyone or if you've done enough. Because I think every amount of help is enough, especially in this time. Um yeah. and that added pressure is just gonna Mess with your headspace, so don't go there. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, and yun, I really think that there's something to be said for, um, for seeing where other people come from, especially in in this particular time, because it's not easy. So, like, yun, parang, like an influencer says something ridiculous online and it automatically makes you angry, pero she could just be ignorant. Do you know what I mean? Parang, it's hard. And
1: I just, yeah, she's ignorant man talaga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> diba? So
1: She's also detached.
0: yeah. Obviously. Diba? So parang, um... It's hard because parang yun, Especially now, cancel culture is 100% full-on, non-stop. You cannot make a mistake these days. Parang I think, we, what yeah. yoga is parang it gives us some breathing room before we move. Does that make sense? But everything it's, will not be a reaction all the time, right? Because right now, especially, you have to be yeah. careful... Yes. Um, these days so I think the practice of being a little bit more self-aware which I think yoga gives us parang, can make you always come from a place of disrespect yeah. even if you disagree di ba? Like, ako, I have some friends na politically it's hard to get riled up diba. I have some friends that I don't I don't agree with their political standpoint although that's everything politics is everything I don't agree with where, what their perspective is on how things are going or how things are run. Pero yun nga, parang sometimes instead of patol lang ng patol, I unfollow na para it doesn't trigger me. Which I think yeah. has a fear of my mental health and my relationship kasi at the end of the day, yeah. i yun Diba? And if I see yeah. him, or I want yeah. him, it to not affect Whatever relationship it is we have, because these people and what they say are not connected to this person and I, right? So it's just hard when the start to blur
1: because of social media. I think. Yeah, I think it's um, it's um, it's good to step back and uh, reflect from time to time and. We don't really have time or the luxury to you know regret the things we, we do yeah. but we do have a chance to kind of move on and uh and just make uh you know make reparations for it like i i do have these exchanges with some people um online some of most of them are not my friends but There are times when they are my friends and I've said things and ended up just stepping back and deleting. And then, uh, you know, saying that, you know, this is I've said what I said, but I don't want to say it anymore. So I'm just going to step back and do this for my own mental because I guess at this time, not everyone is thinking clearly anyway. So, um. You have to give them that, you know. You have to step. In, you have to step in their shoes a bit um, and see their perspective and act appropriately
0: Yeah. I have a question. How do you think? Yeah. that Diba parang they say this. That- COVID is going to peak in June, pa, right? Like, how do you think yeah. things, what do you think things are going to be like for the yoga landscape in the Philippines? Do you think it's going to shift into a more digital? Well, we have no choice right now, but do you think that after yeah. all, digital will be something parent? Or like, has this um, permanent... Change in the way things are gonna be in terms
1: of yoga. Number one, I think the the lockdown has to extend yeah. for it to work. So uh, unfortunately, we started too late on the preventive okay. measures, mm-hmm. and now we have to we have to face this hard decision to stop everything for probably a few more months and because of that i think there will be a lot of there's an, there's going to be an economic impact on studios and so of course so- i'm not sure how that will work out yet yeah yeah um, so we don't know how that will pan out it's a uh, it's really an interconnected issue, mm-hmm. uh, and everything depends on government decision. But you know, businesses, for them to remain open, have to be operational, and and um, you know, rent has to be um, cancelled if we're closed because we're not we're not using them anyway. But yeah. you have your staff to pay so uh so the, the physical classes I think is up in the air. And I think digital classes, like you know, online classes will be here to stay. Really? And I think many I think so. I think people are I mean I personally hesitate. I hesitated about doing online things for a long time because I really like the physical, community, social aspect of a yoga practice in a studio, but um, it takes a kind of shift like this for you to adjust. Like, I I think I'm a traditionalist, but I would adapt if I have no choice. So um, now that this has happened, we've shifted Maybe this type of delivering the class will be part of the traditional way of doing
0: things. You think it's the new one?
1: aside from YouTube? I think it's one of the options, one yeah. of the more viable options now.
0: Although no, um, because
1: yon. we've done it, because people will. Sorry, yeah.
0: I think benefit then, yon. Because I've never reached this many people in my life, like, like two thousand. I don't know how many people whatever, watch the video. Five thousand people watch the video and that's insane. Diba? I think one yoga plus video pa nga got eighteen thousand views. Diba? So parang there's a lot to be said for diba? Parang I think technology gets knocked down a lot in terms of like diba? we've discussed this before. Yung parang super traditionalists na who, who take down the idea of combining yoga and social media when, in fact, right now, yeah. it has been kind of a beacon for practitioners at the moment. And parang, there's yeah. nothing. You can't say anything bad about it. Well, I mean, you can. But, like, for the most part, parang, I think it's been more helpful than it than not. Diba? It's like that video, diba? Oh, na parang... Social media is destroying yoga. Ganyan, ganyan. Parang it depends on how you use it. Like,
1: that. Yeah.
0: like here, yeah. I really don't think anyone can say that this is a bad thing, right?
1: If you um, if you look at it from like a historical perspective, for example, writing is a technology, and you know, pen and paper is a technology. Yeah. And before before writing, traditionally you would learn through, you know, spoken or you know oral tradition. And I'm sure when paper was invented, people were up in arms about, you know, writing things down and then disseminating that information to many people. So that in that in itself technology. And and now that's the technology that we use as, as tradition. Like when we studied the Yoga Sutras, we we studied we studied them from translated texts. Yeah, uh, the translations haven't been there for a long time, so we adjusted to it because we don't understand it. Yeah. Um, so I I guess it's going to go the same way. You know how how traveling is. Uh, now an important aspect of living teaching Like before no one was able to travel across continents but now you have visiting teachers from everywhere and i think that's technology being applied in practice so all of these things like social media zoom um facebook live skype or facetime or wherever they are these are just technologies that are neutral and our our perspective is, is the one that's called it. So I don't think technology is evil per se, but probably the intent can be. So if you're on social media to spread, I don't know, false teachings, maybe that's when it's wrong or you know, flawed teachings or oh skewed, God. you know, that's skewed awesome. uh, perspectives.
0: An argument with some article uh with some sponsored post. I don't know. I sh- I shared that with you and I was like, oh my god. I got so triggered by this post na parang. Um I don't know, but parang that was pushing people away from yoga classes. There were two of them that kind of triggered me. And yeah. I, I found myself attaching to that stuff. And parang, I guess that's where that's where that perspective starts to drop to come into play. It depends on yeah. what you're talaga. So like
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Everything naman manghai. Na, wala namang meaning. Ang lahat. It depends on yeah. perspective and preference and chapre parang where you come from.
1: I remember the ad that you're talking about. It's a dance app, right? A dance class app. Yeah. And it says that uh, you're running out of yoga poses, try this dance app, or are you bored with yoga, try this dance app. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think it's really the intent. Bad. Um, if you're, I don't think we need to cop out another movement style That's just exactly. to get the students. Yeah. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's not fair. I mean, we're just yeah, doing but- yoga, not everyone wants to
0: when you sponsor an ad pa, there's a certain audience that you can tap. What pissed me off a lot is pa, yeah. they targeted yoga, people with interests in yoga. So parang, what for? Are you okay? Yeah. These are two separate. It's really,
1: uh, it's really insidious.
0: Yeah. It's been very inspiring for me to see how entrepreneurial people have been. Like you see people doing Patreon and um, YouTube and parang yeah. and ano, parang like, kumari when, when we talk about, like, kumari in yoga philosophy, the aims in life I don't think there should be any shame in trying to make a living these days which I'm proud of yeah the teachers are fully doing Giba. Right?
1: yeah
0: you have to yeah. keep our art it's
1: hard to teach if you have to worry about yourself oh okay.
0: No money, no mission, friend. we need money to go with the mission, but yeah, it's
1: very,
0: very reflective of what what we learn about yoga, philosophy and kunar the stages in life we're meant to you know establish find, find stability that's what we're here for at the moment, so I think it's yeah it's. Encouraging. I think it's very encouraging to see other people do it. And honestly, if you're a yoga teacher out there and you're listening to this, get Zoom, get your community together. Because I think it's a benefit for us to have this technology. Imagine if we didn't in a time like this where we're forced to stay at yeah. home. Yeah. We have
1: a uh, teacher Ram on the been live. Yeah. Saying the same things that we did about this online dance class.
0: It is bad marketing. It is bad marketing. 100%. Yeah.
1: Right. Teacher, uh, Teacher Foxy is here also.
0: Hi, Foxy. Yeah. But
1: yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we have um a few more minutes. I think we've been live for an hour. <laughs> Uh, yeah. which is uh, around our usual episode. And um, uh, if you have any, any comments that you want to you know, uh, let us know, you can comment on this Facebook Live, and you know where to message us on social media. But before we go, uh, we do have uh, a couple of uh, uh, beneficiaries that we want to highlight. Uh, if you are keen on um, helping people who are underserved or beings that are underserved in this community quarantine. So one of them is our... uh, our, Go ahead.
0: I think also parang, um, talking about what we discussed earlier, parang how, if you practice yoga long enough, the lines start to blur when you see people, parang you don't see people so different from you anymore. So I think parang you have to turn it into an obligation to care for the world you live in and take care of it, take care of Mother Earth, take care of the people you know, you don't. But parang, siyempre you have to start small. But I think um, more than just talking about it, I really think if you have the capacity, you really have to you know, share what resources you have. And I think that's valuable because with no money, the mission doesn't work. So, and if the governance isn't providing enough support, I really think it's inspiring that in our own ways we can help out. So like, I think, like, beyond the map, PH was able to raise over 500000 for the process that they had, which was for what was it, mass, test- mass testing kits? Pa?
1: One yeah. One is for um, locally, uh, locally designed uh, testing kits. So that's yeah. for mass testing. And then other is for uh, the care of frontline.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there are lots of ways out there that you can help right now. So I, I think especially if we have, if you have the capacity to do it, right? I think if you have the capacity to do it we
1: we really should. Yeah. So for this episode uh the the um uh, NGO that we want to highlight and the underserved community that we want to highlight are animals. Um, we have a lot of programs for people I think um we also have to take care of our uh pets who don't have homes. Uh, animals who are under the care of shelters and we have chosen uh, the Philippine Animal Welfare Society as a as a beneficiary to highlight in this podcast Uh, so what we'll do is we will have their details posted in this uh, description of this podcast on Facebook if you're listening to this on Spotify or Anchor or any other podcast uh, app that you have just go to our Facebook page or we'll, we'll also add the
0: other information
1: details in the book of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, uh, Paws or Philippine Animal Welfare Society has a shelter and they also are taking of uh, taking care of some of the horses that were uh, rescued from the volcano. So yeah. Uh, and they have um, a lot animals. of animals
0: under the care. There have been a lot of animals who were abandoned in this time. Like, like Mel, our she has a neighbor who fled, and parang the dog was left behind. So, parang I think um, it's important to reach out to even beings who can't talk, also. So, I think it's.
1: Yeah.
0: Being an animal lover, it really is. Fun.
1: I think it's more important because I mean they cannot demand for you know services that like we do, so uh, we need to take care of them. Um, there are also a lot of strays all over the the Metro Manila area, actually even even in the provinces I'm sure. We can't help everyone, but we'll try to help those we can uh through POS. So, yeah. if you are willing to donate, I think Bos has a lot of donation channels. So, you can do bank yeah. transfers and online transfers. Yeah. And you'll have all the details in this post below. All right. Yeah. So, there. Yeah. There's
0: more. It's doable pala via Zoom.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so, and I, I hope I... the
1: audio is better. We'll try. Let's just try to work on the audio of quality later on. Um, But I am quite pleased with the result of this first episode via Zoom. And uh, of course, we have have to plug our social media channels.
0: Yeah, you can follow us on, well, if you're on Facebook, you're on it now. (laughs) On Instagram, we are Inner Power Vinyasa. We rebranded somewhere in the middle of last season and this season
1: <laughs> yes like, uh, um, and then you can also visit our new website uh um mm-hmm. you'll also find a philosophy there uh, to understand this name change which uh is kind of a, uh the name change is a summary of the philosophy I think. Yeah. And then uh, you can follow our individual uh, social media pages. I am at Yoga with Ben on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, uh, Yoga with Ben on Facebook. I am
0: Rihanna Yoga on uh, Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, I'm Rihanna Gatos Yoga because there's a Rihanna Yoga <laughs> She got it
1: first. So... <laughs> oh, mine pala is facebook.com slash yoga with Ben e h oh for the philippines not care. <laughs> yeah so yeah, uh, yeah you can all yeah reach us on social media and you can also email us if you want contact at com. if you have questions suggestions or any feedback that you just want to
0: us. questions about virtual and I think we'll end
1: it there <laughs> yes
0: but yeah um so yeah it's been good everybody until next time this has been go with the flow yoga conversations with ben and rihanna i'm rihanna
1: and i'm ben namaste